pure, authentic conversation. That's Soulfully Casual. So grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair. Here is your host, Maddie Ice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soulfully Casual podcast hosted by Maddie Ice. I am your host, Maddie Ice, and this is a Maddie Ice Media Network production. Happy November, everybody. Did you have a safe Halloween? If you're somebody who doesn't have kids or if you do have kids, did you enjoy the holiday? If you don't have kids, did you go to a raging party? What'd you dress up as? If you do have kids like me, what did you do with your kids? I went back and around my neighborhood. I went through my community and I was thinking back to the last episode that I did about the fact that Halloween became a community building activity and that we need more of that in today's day and age. And it was actually great. I was able to meet a lot of the neighbors that I don't generally get to meet mainly because I don't live in those parts of the neighborhood. So being able to go around, see my son dressed up as an owl, it was really cute. And also get to see the community building that was happening within my little sect of the community that I live in was really, really great. But now we have turned the calendar to November 1st. And November 1st has almost become dubbed the unofficial start of the Christmas season. And every single year that goes by, and perhaps this is because I'm getting older and this get off my lawn mentality that I seem to be embracing is coming out more and more as this particular day goes by, but I find it to be almost offensive to my nature because I love Christmas so much, I love the Christmas season, but I also love the idea of separating out the seasons, that each holiday at the tail end of the year, because if you think about it, the end of the year is a culmination of everything that we've gone through through this year. Some years are better than others, some years are more challenging than others, but at the end, it's nice to be able to take what we have, both holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and celebrate them the way that we see fit. But there is something to be said about the new paradigm that seems to be existing, the paradigm that seems to want to skip straight to Christmas and sort of leave Thanksgiving as an afterthought. And I think it's important to discuss here as this episode comes out on November 1st. If you think about it, much of our new mentality is driven by the retail market. And I think I started to notice this when I was working in retail way, way, way back in the day when I worked at CVS in high school. And I noticed that on November 1st, we started putting up holiday decorations and playing holiday songs. And I guess as a young kid in high school, I didn't really put the two things together, but I did notice that there was a paradigm shift and I just sort of kind of went with it because in my own household, we didn't start celebrating Christmas until after Thanksgiving. But now that I'm sort of out there as an adult and I'm able to see things a lot more clear with a little bit of years and wisdom behind me, I can notice the correlation between the retail market and obviously our consumership and the way that we celebrate Christmas. And I think social media has a lot to do with that as well. Obviously, people love to post about their decorations. They love to post about what it is that they do on a daily basis, not just during the holiday season, but I think all year. And so Christmas time in the holiday season lends itself to that because we can almost out-decorate each other or out-Christmas each other every single year on social media. But if you look at the commercialism of Christmas, the commercialism of Christmas is what is turning into the November 1st paradigm because now you're seeing commercials, you're hearing Christmas music in the stores, and you're seeing people start to put up Christmas decorations, more specifically their Christmas tree. If you live in a neighborhood like mine where you're not allowed to put up decorations all year except at the holidays or like Halloween or something like that, you're not going to notice people putting up Christmas decorations outside or putting up Christmas lights on November 1st. 
but you're gonna start seeing trees and windows. And I do notice that from time to time. And I realize that that is very much driven by the retail market. However, the retail market in this country has always been driven by consumers, right? Consumerism is at the forefront of why we make decisions in this country. We do live in a capitalistic society and say what you will about it. It is something that drives the American people almost exclusively at times. And at the holiday season, I think we have reached into that pocket a little bit where we're always worried about the kind of gifts that we're going to get people. And I think with Black Friday sales and in today's market, especially being in the pandemic, when resources are at an all time low in terms of things being on the shelf, we're now looking earlier and earlier to try to satisfy that material uh, possession, if you will, for the Christmas season, because it is a season of giving, right? But for some people, it's a season of taking. And one of the things that I have done over the years is blamed retail for this, but I realized that it is driven by us, the American people. And I think internationally, it could be the same as well. But I'm talking specifically about the trend that I'm seeing here. And the separation of the seasons in my mind is key to sort of embodying what the meaning is for each of these. And the meaning for each of these holidays is something different and is, it is something specific. It can all be tied together, yes. But the reason that we start celebrating Christmas on November 1st is not to tie the two holidays together. It is to basically have Christmas overtake Thanksgiving. And in my mind, November is the season for giving thanks and it is the season for remembering and realizing what we have. In my mind, the current trend or the current paradigm seems to devalue both of these holidays because it takes away each individual holiday's meaning and purpose and sort of blends them all together in what is considered quote unquote the holiday season. And for me, I like to take Thanksgiving as an adult now and translate it to the things that I'm thankful for in my life and also the ways that I can give back. If you think about Thanksgiving as a whole, what do we necessarily associate it with? We associate it with family, we associate it a lot of times with friends now, and we associate it with binge eating or eating a lot. Not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving that way. There's a very, very complicated history as to the origins of Thanksgiving, but in my mind, the idea of realizing what you have, taking inventory of the ways that your life is good, and being thankful for what you have is a very meaningful exercise that we don't necessarily just do at in November. Like we shouldn't just do it in November. We should be doing it year round. But if we're going to dedicate a month to it, it should be the month in which November exists. And I think that celebrating Christmas before Thanksgiving takes place takes away from that. It truly does. And it is a day, if you think about it, of gluttony. And gluttony is considered one of the seven deadly sins if you believe in that sort of thing. I personally don't because I believe that things are a lot more gray area than just black and white. But let's think about the idea about Thanksgiving for a little bit. So if you're really doing Thanksgiving correctly, what are some of the best things that you think about when it comes to that particular day? I know it for me, Thanksgiving has always had a feel to it and it's a very warm, cozy, comforting feeling. There is something in the air on a day like Thanksgiving and I don't know whether it's what people are cooking, whether it's positive vibes coming from other households in my neighborhood, but I've always felt this intangible feeling about Thanksgiving. And as an adult, I think what I realize is that it is something percolating inside me that is coming out on that day. That I look at the rest of my life and I think to myself, man, I really do have it made in life. In many, many ways, I have a lot more than others do. There are so many people in this country and all over the world internationally that are wanting something that I'm having. 
Cleveland once told me a story about when his dad had cancer and his, he asked his dad how he was doing and his dad said, well, you know what? There are people praying for something that I have. And he was specifically talking to his current situation as a cancer patient who was nearing the end of his life, to be quite frank. And it took Cleveland a few years, maybe even longer than that, to realize what his dad was talking about. That many of the niceties that we take for granted in our lives are something that other people don't even have access to. And not to get political, but think about this COVID-19 vaccine that so many people are flaunting. The privilege of being able to have the choice to get it when there are so many people around the world who don't even have that. And I also think about parents who complain about their children. And yes, being a parent sometimes is so frustrating because your child and your children just do everything that they can to get on your last nerve. But that's kind of the contract that you sign when you decide to be a parent. Right now, my son is nearing the age of two, and I already see some of those terrible two things going on with him. Lots of defiance, trying to push boundaries wherever he can, using the word no effectively, and there's something to be said about how proud I am that he knows what yes and no means and how he is using those to perfection, but it really frustrates me when he's saying the word no when I ask him to stop doing something that I know that he knows he's not allowed to do. But there is so much about the lives that we lead that I think we take for granted. And I think by skipping Thanksgiving, we are not allowing ourselves an opportunity to take that kind of personal inventory. And you might think that this sounds corny, you might think that this sounds cheesy, but I think that it is a really good exercise to do because if you think about the lives that you are living right now, I'm sure that you can identify something that is not perfect. I'm sure that you can identify something that you'd love to change about yourself. For me, it's my eating habits and my weight, which is ironic because we have a lot of holidays that denote eating coming up soon with Thanksgiving and Christmas. But there's also many, many things that I realize I would not change because there's so many things that are happening in my life that I'm so grateful for. And I think being able to stop and sort of smell the proverbial roses every Thanksgiving to look at what I have and then also translate that to what others don't have has allowed me an introspection and a perspective that is really, really important as I get older. And as this world changes so much around me, sometimes it's hard to keep up. But if you really stop to think about other things that involve Thanksgiving, we think about what we have, and that's a good exercise. But I think we need to also take that and think about what others don't have. Usually this time of year, you see a lot of charities that are related to food, that are related to clothing, that are related to helping those in need. And I think a lot of times we think about singular people. We think about individuals. When we think of soup kitchens and we think of homeless shelters, we're thinking about individual men and women or, or whatever gender you want to identify as. But my point being is that we think about singular people, individuals who are suffering, because I think we can think about the person that is asking for money on the sidewalk or the Vietnam vet who never really got the right treatment from the VA who has been lost in an alcoholic or a drug addict their entire life. I think we think about those people at this time of year, but there's so many other people that are suffering in silence. And those are the people I think that we need to think about more. For every family that has a warm home that they can invite their friends and family to and cook a nice meal and feel satisfied and loved and warm, right? There are how many families that are lacking that? Think about how many families have a roof over their head, but little else. There's so many single moms or single dads out there trying to make ends meet in a way that is 
almost impossible to do because so much of the paradigm of this country related to capitalism, related to how we compensate for work, to the job market, there's many things that are circulating that make it very, very difficult for certain parts of the United States population to be successful. The idea of the American dream is that if you work hard, you can get anything that you want. But there are limitations and caveats to that because there are certain boundaries or barriers to entry or the price of entry is so high in some regard that there is a great number of people who cannot attain that. So while they may have a home, they may be renting a space that is warm. They may have little resources to do anything else. Think about families with children who don't know what the Thanksgiving is that we know, right? Who don't know what it is to have a turkey, to take for granted the fact that we can go out and say, yeah, just get a 19 or 20 pound turkey. We don't need that big of a turkey this year. Who can take for granted, oh, it looks like we're not gonna get grandma's mashed potatoes this year, right? There is no grandma's mashed potatoes. There is no turkey. They do whatever they have to to embody the season. And I think those people generally tend to have a more meaningful holiday because there's less involved in order to cloud their judgment. So when I see trees, when I see lights, when I see decorations, when I go out to stores and I hear music, to me, I feel like there's something that is separating society from these ideals, that is separating society from the idea of, hey, let's take inventory of what we have before we decide to start buying stuff for other people. The season of Christmas and the season of you know, the Christmas season is about giving. And what do we give in November? Well, we should be giving thanks for what we have. We should be giving back to other people. Christmas is about giving to people that we know, but there's so many people that we don't know who need our help. And I think that November should be a month of preparing for that by sacrificing something in your life or in your household that you know somebody else would pray to have. Whether that's a hefty donation to a soup kitchen or a charity, whether that is some canned goods or maybe a turkey or something like that, or maybe it's even your time. There's so many ways in which you can donate. So the Soulfully Casual podcast is looking to highlight some of these things during the month of November. October was a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of fun to be had when we talk about ranking candies and thinking about movies and songs and all of that. And the Christmas season is going to be full of that. And sure, there is some fun to be had during the Thanksgiving season as well. But in order to separate the two seasons, I wanted to start this month talking about what I see happening in society. And then also taking that power and this platform that I have, which I realize is not as large as other celebrities or other people of influence have, but it's being able to take this and basically turn it into something positive, to use my words, my voice, my platform to highlight different ways in which we can help our fellow man and woman and child, right? And so I want to do that by highlighting as many charities as I can, as many charities that are related to the idea of giving back to people in need, whether that's through food, whether that's through clothing, whether that's through any type of donation. There's so many different ways in which we can give back. And I want to make Tuesdays the day that I think about that. And when I think about food related charities, I always think about the food drives that we have. When I was a kid and I was in Boy Scouts, we did scouting for food. And every year that they have it in my neighborhood, I make sure to partake because I remember the meaning behind it when I was a kid. And the meaning behind those types of food drives doesn't change, right? It's just that as I've gotten older, the resources that I have to be able to give back have changed. And that's the key. I have more, so I should give more. And I should recognize the places in my life that I can give a little bit to make somebody else's Thanksgiving and that season of giving thanks that much more special by receiving something that makes their lives better 
that gives them a thanksgiving, that provides a thanksgiving for their children, I think it restores faith in the world. It gives them faith that they're not alone, that there are people who will help, that they are not stranded in this life. Because I think so many people right now who are struggling, and that doesn't mean financially, it could mean struggling in any semblance of the word. So many of those people feel lost. I know that at times I can feel that way. But again, embodying the idea of understanding what I have, knowing that I have a great support system around me, I snap out of that and know that I can go and lean on that. But there are so many people who don't even have the support system. So they're lacking the resources of what they need in life. They're lacking the ability to take care of their children, not through any fault of their own, just because they are, that life is difficult, but they also don't have a support system because that support system either is non-existent or is in the same boat that they are. They're fighting for the same resources. And while we don't have to fight for resources the way that we used to, there are many people who are, do not have access to the same types of niceties that I do. Being able to go to Fresh Market and say, hey, do we want blueberry bread this year or banana bread this year or pumpkin bread this year? That's a privilege. It's a privilege that I take very seriously and understand what it means to have that. And so for me to buy an extra bread and throw it in a bag for somebody who doesn't have one, or to take the time to go and serve meals for people or deliver meals like Meals on Wheels. And this is what I mean. We're tapping into so many different ways. So this month in November, I'm looking at the holidays that we have coming up, not just Thanksgiving, because there are other ways in which we could identify ways to give back through our veterans, through caregivers, through people who are homeless, through people who are stuck in nursing homes. There's so many different ways in which we can give back. And Tuesdays are going to be the day that I give back. And what do I want from you, the listener? Well, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to look at your life, identify things that you can give up, ways that you can give back, and find local communities, local resources that can help you do that. Whether it's going to a soup kitchen, whether it's donating your clothes to a clothing drive, or, what, or anything, giving your time, anything that you can do. I'm striving to do that through this show and making it vocal, naming charities, giving you avenues in which you can do this, naming holidays. There's so many things that I'm going to do to try to make the information available to you. And what I want you to do is take that information and take action on it. That's what I want from you. Let's make a difference together. Let's make November a November to remember because of the people that we helped through my voice, through my influence, and through all of our actions. And I want you to post what you do uh, on our Instagram page or tag us on Instagram, Soulfully Casual Podcast. Find me on Twitter at Maddie Ice Media. MaddieIceMedia.com, of course, is where we have our podcast, but you can go to the contact page and send us an email. I'd love to hear how you're giving back to the community. And I want to highlight those throughout the month of November because I think it's important. Because for every person who says, you know, I don't know how to give back, seeing others do that empowers them to continue and pay it forward. And that's what we're trying to do. Let's pay it forward as much as we can to make as many people's Thanksgiving as fruitful and happy and warm and loving as ours are because they're not anything to take for granted. This year will be more difficult because my mother will not be here. And while we were estranged in years past, I always knew that she was here. But knowing that she's not here to even pick up the phone to attempt to reforge a relationship is very, very difficult. But I'm thankful for the few minutes few moments that I had with her. If you listen to those episodes, you know what I'm talking about. If not, go back a little bit to episode 87 and episode 93 and find out because it's really important to understand where I'm getting this over sense of gratitude and I want to pay it forward to anybody that I can. And I want to be able to empower you, the listener, 
and other people that you know to go out and make a difference. And that's really, really important to me. Folks, it's November, it's Thanksgiving, it's family time, but we don't get that much time with our family. And I've been saying it since my mom passed and it's so true. Every single day that goes by is another day that we miss an opportunity to be with the people that we love, to tell them how we feel about them and to make a difference in their lives. Don't let those moments pass. Don't let those moments become fleeting because we don't get any more of them back. And one day, at some point, you will be where I am and think to yourself, I'm grateful for what I had, but you'll also be sad for what you won't have because those times with family members will not be able to be had back. You won't be able to get any additional time with them. So take the time now to cherish them as much as you can. Stay safe out there, everybody. I will talk to you on Thursday. Have a great, great week. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on the Soulfully Casual podcast are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Soulfully Casual podcast is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.